Hey, thanks for listening to Unleashing Kingdom Voices. Join me or a guest as we unlock some secrets to AI, to personal development, to finding your voice. Join us now as we help you unleash your voice. Hey, thanks again. This is the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. We're so glad you could join us live or recorded. Today is something special. As you know, the Kingdom Mentor Academy is so passionate about your voice, especially those who feel voiceless. We help you be transformed by finding your voice, embracing it, and speaking from your authentic self to have a message of healing and hope. So I'm really excited about our guests because I think we're going to get some fitness help. I think we're going to get some mental health and we might even go into the relationship help. So my guest is Kathy Owens. She is a certified fitness trainer and coach. She specializes in assisting women age 50 and above. I love that. And she's author of the book, The Truth Bubbles Up. So will you please help me welcome Kathy Owens. Hey, Kathy. Hi. You know, Thank you for having me. You bet. You know what's really cool about you, Kathy, is you're someone who shows up on Instagram. Now, Kathy and I, we have the same coach, Jasmine Saar, and we were on a challenge for recording live every day, weren't we? And that's where I was like, I started seeing, man, I love the way she shows up. I love her content. So it's a real treat. And, you know, thinking of that, I was saying we're going to might hit fitness. We might hit the mental definitely and might relationship. I think we could even hit how to show up if someone really wants to use their voice. So anyway, thank you, Kathy. Why don't you introduce yourself real briefly and we'll just, hey girl, I'm just going to dive in. You, if you're watching live or recorded, we're having coffee together. Okay. And you just get to join us. Go ahead, Kathy. Tell us a little bit more about you. All right. Thank you so much for having me today. My name is Kathy Owen. I'm certified fitness trainer and certified life coach for 20 plus years now. And I'm also the corporate wellness and fitness director at a large company in Texas. We're an ophthalmic supply company, but I work with all ages, but my specialty is older adult fitness. I've been training older adults since before I was even older. So yeah, that's awesome. And thank you for having me today. Yes, yes. Well, one thing I, I, I think is such a benefit is when we kind of dive into backstories, because I really think it's our backstories that bring us to who we are today. Like we're, Kathy and I are not coming to you together with all our act together. We're just very real. We've got our issues, our struggles, our victories. So tell me, how did, what was the motivation drive to, to get into, you know, a certified fitness, to get into the many areas that you're in? So I would say it happened about in in the year 2000, I was going through a divorce. I had been taking water aerobics of all things because (laughs) as weird as this is going to sound, I didn't want to sweat. And now I love to sweat, but I loved water aerobics. So I was only like 35 at the time. And I fell in love with the older adults and they just the inspiration that they gave me. They they love my kids. We'd go out to eat pizza and my kids are like, mom, you know, all the old people in town. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's because that's what I work with. And then I started teaching silver sneakers, which is chair exercise. I got certified to teach okay. that. And it was funny because I'd come into class on a Monday and I, you know, they, I'd walk in the door. How's everybody doing? They go, oh, it's Monday. They'd be 
you know, complaining about it being Monday. I'm like, wait, 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 one second. Y'all are retired. Why are you complaining about a Monday? And, you know, they'd laugh and we get into exercise and all that good stuff. But yeah, I, I just fell in love with the older adult population. And, and, and now today I'm considered an older adult and I, I got a certified specialist fitness for older adults. And that's just where it took off and, and blossomed. And I, I just became known in the community as the trainer for older adults. And, and that's easy, actually how I got my job at OcuSoft because I started training the owner of OcuSoft. Wow. And she found me through the Y. Actually, her husband, which is the, the, the co-founder of the, this huge company, multi-million dollar yeah. company. And they found me and uh, hired me as her trainer. And then she said, we're opening a gym for our employees. Would you like a job? And I'm like, an actual paycheck with health yeah. insurance? Absolutely. I'm there. And so wow. that's where I started there 10 years ago. So yeah. It's, it's amazing. Just, One connection can make a difference. Oh, for sure. For I'm sure. And you never know when that's going to happen. Yeah. It, you always just got to keep the attitude of being... Yeah upbeat and positive and you know just you you just never know and and also you you never know what you contribute to somebody else's life when it comes to fitness and and what you and I are doing even online yeah so yeah for sure what in particular do you enjoy about doing the job you're doing now as far as is it the people is it just the routine what do you enjoy the people. I love that they come in, you know, most people don't like to exercise and they, or they think they don't. And so they come in with an attitude. I have some people that come into the gym and they're like, Oh God, I'm here, but they leave feeling better. No, so no. what I, in answer to your question, I love just how it changes people's lives. And then they start to find connections of ways that they like it. Well, I, I don't know. I just have a gift for finding what somebody likes mm-hmm. to do and so then good. building on that because you, you know, not everybody's going to like to run on treadmill. Not everybody's going to like yeah. to do water aerobics, but if I can find that little spark, that's all it takes is a spark. And, you know, you, you obviously use a lot of your mental keys. You, well, well, you, oh, forgive my cat. He's going to want to join us. What did you graduate with? I have a degree in psychology. So I have a bachelor of science in psychology and I spent many years in therapy too. So that's contributed to a lot of the mindset stuff that I teach because really and truly, if, if you find me on social media, I'm going to be talking about mindset, habits, reality creation, those types of things, as opposed to fitness, just because I'm a firm believer, if I can get inside your brain, or just like that spark that I was talking about. So yeah, yeah. that's pivotal. I think it's pivotal, you know, because uh, to, to, like when they come in and say, Oh, they got the mindset, Oh, it's Monday, you know, terrible Monday. And instead of waking up and saying, Hey, this is Monday. What do I get to do? Not do, but what do I get to be? I think that's so crucial. Now I just, I feel a little intimidated because all I do is walk right now. Uh, I'm 60 years old, so I just want movement. But this is my question for you as a, as your voice, how important is this meant now let's just go physical first how important is it physically obviously you got to maintain your voice but what would you say is a key that physical part 
is to add your actual voice. Okay. It all comes down to one thing I'm going to tell you. It's your heart. It's all, and it is physical. Your heart and your lungs are the most important muscles in your body. So if you train those and I train, I teach and I train heart rate zone training. So we take the heart rate up to the max number that is for you and then just briefly and then bring it back down, which happens to get oxygen going through your body better. And so you start feeling better and it just like snowballs. It snowballs when you learn that. So I'm thinking of our listener listening and they're like, well, do I have to go to a gym or can I, is there some techniques I can use at home to like start doing that? Okay. Yes. For example, you like to walk. So what I would recommend is just walking fast briefly, like I saw in your your reel the other day where you're trying to get away from the storm, (laughs) but you take your heart rate up and then bring it back down. And here's the good news is the down number where it's low is the good number. It's where the magic happens. So you only have to hit the high number and get winded briefly and then bring it back down. Mm Mm-hmm. That makes, I have like two different routes in the neighborhood that I'm living in currently. And the one route has heels, has a steep hill. And I know there's some days like, Teresa, you need to get your heart going a little faster instead of lollygagging on the other one. But I like that. I, I mean, I think that's doable. My knees, I used to be an avid runner. I used to like have a weight issue, Kathy, and I would run five, six days, five or six miles. All the time. I'd run three miles. I'd run two miles. And the weight wasn't coming up, coming off. I personally think a lot of it was up here. If you start thinking you're fat and you got to lose weight, that does a number in your mind and your neural pathways where you're never going to lose weight. Of course, I found that out later. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, Kathy, like my weight started to come off. And I had, this is terrible. I had no motivation. It's like, okay, my weight's off. I, I lost my motivation to go to the gym and to run. Obviously, to realizing years later, wait, I got to keep still keep it up. So anyway, it's just funny how you have these different mindsets and different ideas. But mine was truly to lose weight. So let's go into, I really, I just feel in this right now. Let's talk about those that really want to share their voice, if this is okay. Yeah. What, I just love it that we have social media, that we can show up and be seen. What are some of your keys when you, what is something in the back of your mind when you show up on social media? We'll be right back. Meanwhile, check out TeresaCroft.com. Just a short break. Meanwhile, check out TeresaCroft.com. Okay. So I, I don't know. I just feel so comfortable doing it. And once I started doing it, like you mentioned, we were in social curator together. Our, our coach um, encouraged us to do that. And, and so I started going live and all of a sudden I had friends reaching out to me going, you're the person I need to talk to. You're the person I need to talk to. And I'm like, Jasmine was right. Yeah, this is correct. It's what, and, and it just, it makes me feel so blessed that somebody goes, Kathy's the one that talks about habits and I need to get in the habit of this and, and she can make it easy. And because 
you know, you mentioned motivation a moment ago on my mm-hmm. website at the very top. It says lack of motivation sucks. Don't let that be you because I'm a firm believer in in the way you think is going to affect what happens. Just like you said, it does affect weight loss. It does affect everything. Thoughts are, are, are the king. And, and I'm also a firm believer in consistency because you get on there one time and it's, it's not going to feel comfortable. It's not going to be easy, but that's, just life in general. And, and the more you do it, the more comfortable you get and the better it feels. And then the feedback that you get is just, and even if you don't get it, you know, I don't do it for the feedback. I do it for my heart because I'm called to do it. I know that I'm called to do it, whether one person shows up or nobody shows up. I know I'm influencing others because even at OcuSoft, I work here at the company. I have a job. I'm getting paid but they're following me and then they see it and then they come ask me questions. Part of my job here at OcuSoft is to promote wellness, to promote mindset. So everything I do goes hand in hand and by touching their lives, that's, that just makes me complete. It's just like, I'm, I'm happy. (laughs) Yeah. That's so awesome. And you know, it is a, I, you know, you, we all can remember our first time, I remember the first time on radio, it's like <laughs> all of a sudden I could barely talk. First time going live. You know, I went live for a lot. I want to say so on Facebook back in the years. So when this challenge came on Instagram, I didn't go as regularly on Instagram. And so all of a sudden I, you kind of get in this, I call it the sweet spot. You kind of get looking into the camera. Okay. Let's use some filters to help Teresa out on those bad days. But you, you then next thing I know, I'm like, Hey, this was just like I used to talk on Facebook. And now, now listen, listen, listen. You Okay, I said radio and Kathy says she's comfortable. But if you want to be good at anything, it takes practice. And who cares if no one likes it? Like, I love your mindset. I'm the same way. It's like I can go on Instagram live and, you know, get maybe a few likes, take that video or go over to TikTok. And I get, you know, every every audience is different. <laughs> And no. I, I will say Facebook has really changed the algorithm. And I've just decided if I talk to one person, that's more than zero. <laughs> it used to be I'd go live Facebook and whoa, you get all of this traction and people watching. But I think the biggest thing is what you do so well is you show up, Kathy. So will you speak to someone who knows, you know, our voices plays in so many different roles, even if we just have a day job, but how are we going to show up in the meeting? How are we going to show up speaking? Well, maybe you're a coach like Kathy in a way, and you know that you have to speak. Do you know that 82% of the internet now is, is, is going and is at video. So if you're a coach, you got a program, you're a mental coach, or you know, you got to get on. So what would you encourage them? Maybe they're getting on, but they just they're still feeling stuck. Is there anything you would encourage them to keep going? Oh yeah. I would say just practice, 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 and just do it. And also most important, be consistent. Yeah. So if you start, you, I put, I block out my calendar and you know, if I, if I can't do it, 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 there's a difference. And I coach this all the time. There's a difference between self-care and an excuse. Thank you. I don't make excuses, but I do take care of my stuff if I have to do something. 
good. I've had people ask me. So when I first started, they asked me, you weren't there on Thursday. Where were you? I was looking for you because I try to go live Tuesday and Thursday morning at 830. Mm. And if, if it happens, it happens. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. But I try to make at least two times a week minimum and to be consistent. And I've had so many coaches tell me um, that, and and this is true in everything in life, that if it's like watching your favorite sitcom, it comes on every Tuesday at 7 p.m. And if it doesn't come on, you're mad. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute, where oh, are you? Yeah, so yeah. you want to make sure that you're there and showing up because believe it or not, somebody is watching. Even if they're not watching live, they will watch later. Yeah. And, it, and even if they don't, it doesn't matter. I've had a YouTube channel for three years now, since 2020. And I've been consistent for the last mm-hmm. two years, probably on mm-hmm. Mondays or Tuesdays. And I show up every week, whether I give views or not. And, yeah. you know, I, I just, I just do it. I just make myself do it, make a commitment, put it in my calendar, just like a meeting and just do it. Is it comfortable? That. Sometimes it's not comfortable. Yeah. I will tell you that, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Just do it. And it, your voice needs to be heard, whoever that, you are. I love that, that you schedule that in. I mean, I think you should schedule rest in. So why not? Should I schedule? I'm a little more spontaneous in this time of my life. This isn't my identity, but I lost my husband over a year ago. So I'm learning new freedoms. And I will tell you, girl, I when I go for a walk and get the heartbeat going, my mind gets going. I start thinking of ideas. So I got this little handy thing that I can stick on a telephone pole and like, I got to get this out or I'm going to burst. So <laughs> yeah, that's I, what happens. I, I probably need to be a little more consistent, but I guess with this, I, everyone's different. I think with my personality, like yesterday, I was getting ready to go shoot, to spend a day out in the field shooting video. And I was like, I had already written my posts. You know, I was, I really get my posts from a deep place. It's a lot of times it's the overflow of my relationship with God. So I had just written something that was so deep in my heart. And I'm like, no, this needs to be a video. And the, the whole essence was basically what we're talking about. I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out. There's some Deborah's, some Esther's, some all these Bible names of people who represent women warriors. And we, you know what, Kathy, I am calling people out because, and that's why I love to have you as a guest, because you have been felt something. You've called yourself out and you have made an appointment with your ideal client. Okay. As a marketing, you made an appointment <laughs> to help people. Okay. And then in the process of that, See, and listen, guys, Kathy has a job still. So it's great. She has a job that pays her, but she's doing something extra. And I like what you said. You know, you're called to it. So some people know they're called to it. And a lot of times those are the people I I love to speak to. Deep down that there's stages for you or there's a a YouTube channel. And you just got to get, you just got to, you got to get yourself out there. Now, let's pause on that thought. I know Kathy will agree with me. You want to speak from a healed place. So if you got a lot of messes, don't bring your messes. Don't bring your relationship issues on camera. Believe it or not, I was in the midst of messes and I was, that was my golden rule. I'm not going to tell them what's going on. I don't know about you, Kathy, but a lot of time what was going on became a message that I would speak to them. Even they would never know that I was speaking to myself. Can you speak to that? area of 
making um, sure you're healed and whole. That doesn't mean if you have message, you can't speak, but how do you walk that line? I know you know. Oh that. my gosh, this is a great question. I love this question. So I love how you said a minute ago, this is not my identity. You quickly inserted that, which is so important because I once heard a coach say, we speak from our scars, not our wounds. So when something happens, I've been through a lot of trauma in my life. Actually, I'm diagnosed with complex post-traumatic stress disorder, but that's not my identity. Just like you said, I love that. And I speak from a place of healed. I've, I've definitely healed, but I went through a custody battle that lasts 14 years. I was married to a narcissist, those types of things. It's it's a lot of pain, a lot of triggers that can trigger other people too. And you, I've learned to talk about it in a way that it's almost like I'm talking about somebody else that it happened to because it doesn't, I don't even feel like I'm that person anymore. That's very just like you said, just like I yeah. started, you're not that identity. And once no. you get to that place, then you can talk about it. Can I address this? Because a lot of people, I'm going to talk about your identity is basically your voice. It's you can, if you look at your past, you can see threads of your identity. Like, let me give you an example. When I was a kid, I loved stages. So we had lived in this old house and I climb up the steps and pretend like I was a preacher. I was Catholic. So I did a homily. Then we moved and there were no steps. So do you know what I did? I, I love microphones. I loved it. I tipped over an apple cart to climbed on top of that. And I was saved. Then I preached the birds, the bees, and apple trees. But there was a thread. Now what do I do today? I open up my Apple computer. I get on my Apple phone. Do you see the thread? So that is, okay. Oh, I just wow, want to say, yeah. that's, you can look at your past. Now, listen, you say, oh, that don't work for me. I had a terrible past. Well, you can get healed and serve the people you once were. So it doesn't matter what's in your past. I do like to be sensitive because some people don't have a great past. So let me just touch on that identity thing. A lot of people, Kathy, they're like, they understand that identity. When I say identity in Christ, knowing who you are and whose you are, if I don't mind, I just feel real passionate about sharing, sharing a little more. They're like, okay, identity in Christ. What do you mean by that? Well, I used to say, just go to the declarations. But now I believe I've, I'm learning. I love studying vineyards. Okay. And so I, I actually asked chat GPT this morning, give me a little, cause I know, I know what I know, but I want a little more threads. What is it when the grapevine grows? We're the branches, Jesus, is the vine. What, how, how does that grapevine support it? It's supported by the trellis, the trellis. You know, when we get burdened, what are we supported by? So part of your identity is that quiet time of worship, of prayer, of the scriptures, however that works for you. I'm not preaching to you. It's, it's rest. I mean, I'm really being challenged to schedule and rest because I know mentally that is such a key that we miss. It's community. Having those people who celebrate who you are and not, you know, bash you for who you're not. So you weave that up into identity. And I think, Kathy, I think you're a good example You've come through a terrible situation, but instead of turning bitter, you turn better. You got to, in, instead of staying there, you use your mental skills to rise up in expectancy and look at you now. <laughs> I, I love that because I have my own story, but, but we're, so we're going to identity. It is important 
I love that we're speaking about speaking because it, I really just feel people need to be encouraged in this. It is important that you speak from a whole place. So as you're healing, that doesn't mean you can't go on. Like I did wait after my husband died, Kathy. I was totally shut down in the midst. I don't know if you know this, October 3rd, 2021, he got third degree burns over 30% of his body. We were cleaning up the area. I put a piece of China in. I looked to my right and he's fully inflamed. We were moving. So I ha- he didn't want to go to the hospital. So my identity was Nurse T. Go to where we were moving, terrible place. Kids finally see him. He's yellow. He's shrinking. I was so wrapped up thinking it was his burn into the hospital by February and diagnosed with stage four cancer. And once again, they really, at that point, he was so far gone going to the hospital. He did go to the hospital, but, but what was my identity? Nurse T. I had to put down the Kingdom Mentor Academy. I had to put down my voiceover business. I had to put down my this, but I, I didn't care. I mean, I wasn't like, oh, well, it's me. It was like, this is my role. And in that trauma, in the midst of all that, you can lose your voice. Is that correct? How did you gain your voice? Because I know if all you have to say is that one word N word, and I know you went through hell, excuse me. Yeah. How do you, well, do you have any steps like that of how you? Oh, yeah. I have a really, 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 I have a theory that saved my life. It saved my life and it could save yours too if you're going through something. So I spent many years in therapy because of obviously because of it was horrible. It was a horrible situation. And my therapist had this theory of psychology that is just, I talk about it a lot on my YouTube channel and my blog. I talk about it, but basically you need to get to Victor and it's a triangle. It's a triangle and Victor's at the top. That's God, mm-hmm. what the universe, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And actually it surrounds the entire circle, but at mm-hmm. the bottom of the circle, we have a victim and we have a victimizer. And then there's a circle eight that goes back and forth and you cannot get out of it until you get to Victor. So to explain it in simple terms, what happened was I'd be in therapy and I'd be complaining, 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 complaining about everything this man did to me. And my therapist used to say the Holy Spirit speaks in short terms, very short, quick statements. Okay. And so she told me (laughs) she would go. And I, I can still hear her saying this this day. She'd be sitting back. She'd sit back in her chair. She goes, and you expected something different from that man, you know, oh. and it finally sunk in. She, I wrote about this in my book and I said, it, I, I, it probably finally sunk in, but I, I got to Victor by listening to the Holy Spirit by, you know, oh. finding that, okay, the man's not going to change. And I use this so many times. I tell people this all the time. And, you know, I can hear the Holy Spirit now because of her, because she taught me that. She knew A Course in Miracles. And the thing is, is she passed away in 2019, Mm -hmm. but I still hear from her. I still hear her. She Mm -hmm. has a Texas accent. (laughs) Yeah. She has a Texas accent and I can hear her going, you expected something different. And, you know, just get to Victor, get to Victor, get to Victor, because here's the thing. We do victim victimizer, probably the worst inside our own heads with ourselves. Just like me complaining about him. He didn't know. He didn't care. Mm -hmm. You know, he's out there still having a good time. I'm sitting over here complaining about him. Yeah. I give him that power, you know, (laughs) and and so that just get to Victor. 
You said that so well. I always, I said to my therapist, I, I saw her after I'd gone through some counseling and, and I thought I was doing better. I was in the word, but I knew I needed some of that mind thing. And I can hear her. She's alive. I still, she's becoming one of my best friends. I can still hear her. Who said, who said that about you? What? Who, <laughs> well, I was complaining. I was saying, I just don't think I can make a living with my passion. And she takes back, who said that? <laughs> I love, well, who said that, you know, and yeah. then she would say, and just expect the greatest, what's going to be the greatest thing. And I, what, I recently said, well, what if I expect what's the worst thing? She goes, okay to face it, but then put your, you know, put your, what does research say over that and put it on. So that <laughs> is, you know, I'm so glad we're talking about this because I think this particular, I believe in marriage, but I don't believe in abuse. God calls us together to heal each other not kill each other. And you may have some struggles in your marriage. Most marriages do. But when that, when that struggle becomes to the point of control and verbal abuse and mind games, that's not, that's, that's not what God intended. You know, I, in the latter years before he passed, I was starting to gain my voice, Kathy. I was starting to have a Kingdom Mentor Academy where I taught women about their identity. I was talking about their voice, but wasn't going to the actual, you know, this is how you speak. And the mind games then, it's like, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to be real blunt. It's just like it became, there's something the matter with your brain. <laughs> and listen, this was a well-known man who had the gifts of prophetic and everything. Well, the gifts are irrevocable. So anyway, I'm just, be, someone's listening. I just have such a heart for them, Kathy. And we're two sides of the same thing. We got help. And I, I honestly... Yes, you have to forgive, but forgiving isn't forgetting. You got to deal with the trauma there. You got to go through the repair. You got to get over the drama of your trauma. You got to get out of fried, tried, and crucified. But I think you need help. I think almost everyone should be on therapy in one sense or another. And what do you feel about that? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, you know, we kind of started this with talking about our coaching and Jasmine Star. And I think, I think as a coach and also, also needing to be coached. I'm not, therapy is, is super important. It, it, it dramatic. I, I probably wouldn't be here today if I didn't go mm. to therapy. So mm. she saved my life for sure. I, I will definitely say that because um, it changed everything. But then I also do research. I'm coachable. You've, you've got to be coachable yes. across the board in all aspects okay. of life, even no matter where you are, you know, we mm. all need to be coached. Even my therapist would say she I mean, you, you got to think about it. A therapist hears a lot of, of, of horrible stories and, and they need to be, get that out as well. So I used to work with child abuse and, 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 and I worked with the child advocates. And so I got there, uh, I got certified to teach a parenting class. And when I was doing oh, that, wow. they talked about the CPS people see the most horrible things Ooh. you can even think of. So therefore they need therapy. They yeah. need coaching. I, I think in every aspect of life to only get better, you need yeah. a coach. You need That's somebody right. that has that expertise in the field that you're looking to improve on and, yeah. and go with that. And investing in yourself is kingdom. Someone's listening and say, I don't have the money. Finding a way to invest in yourself, find the right therapist, of course, but everyone has different routes. Like I was a big reader of Dr. Caroline Leaf uh, for years. And my therapist is a certified facilitator for Dr. Caroline Leaf. So 
it's like so much, you know, you know what this is what I'm trying to say. And science <laughs> is now catching up to the Bible. Like I was asking my friend for some examples. More, what does research say about forgiveness? What does research say about building again? So you, it's fun to get the research of science and then bring it. And then, whoo, here comes the Bible, the right thing. Here's the right thing. Can I give you one that's one of my favorites, Kathy? Absolutely. It's, it's called the expectancy mode. And this might be for someone. The expectancy mode is like, okay, you're, you're working through your forgiveness. You're working through the tried, fried, and crucified stage. You're working through all that. But you can still have a mindset of expectancy because it comes from so important. It comes from a foundation of thankfulness. Be thankful will do more for your mental health than anything. But then you bring that thankfulness and you expect, okay, I don't have provision, but I expect to have provision. Okay, I don't have the right clients or I don't have any clients. I'm just starting, but I'm going to expect it. And because if you look at the biggest expectation in the Bible, Jesus had five loaves, five fish, and he had 5,000. Do you think he was, how am I going to do this? No, he broke the bread (laughs) for our sakes. For our sakes, he said, thank you, Father. Boom. He fed the 5,000. I love that. Because, I mean, there's other examples I get really excited about. Because the expectancy mode is something I've had to walk in after losing my husband and then starting all over again. You know, working on myself, making sure I don't. I didn't go on camera all during his his cancer because I, I typed, I journaled, but I just didn't. I just didn't feel released. And he was becoming a strong man into a withered man. That just, I didn't feel that was necessary. And I say all that to say, but let me tell you, it's still hard because people are literally, I feel like you get beat up. Now, this is another little tip for someone. If you know someone who's really struggling or their family members struggling, show some care. I got so many, we're praying, we're believing, oh, he's going to be healed. It's like, yeah, I believe that too, but do you see what I'm going through? I even have people message me, you just don't have enough faith. So do you see what the trauma of all of that inside my Christian world? I, I asked a friend who's a retired psychologist, another great, and I said, what do I do? And she says, just say thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Great advice. Great advice. You know, so. Oh, yeah. All of this can mess with your um your voice. But the final thought, I know Kathy wants to encourage you to. Oh, by the way, if you want to read more, please do pick up her book, The Truth Bubbles Up. Will you do that and get a little even deeper help? Because I know Kathy goes in depth of some of her victories. And I love you said we're not if you walk in the victim mode, you're never gonna get help. I tell my yes. therapist, I am not a victim. If you see any victim, you knock that out. I'm not a victim. And she's like, yeah, okay. The truth bubbles up. Finding your voice, learning to find your lane, your identity. Any any final thoughts that surface up as I've jabbled away at you? <laughs> you know, as we go, I want to talk about what you went through and how people were acting and how they weren't caring it okay. goes back to it goes back to the same thing that I coach with my fitness clients. It, there's a difference between self-care and an excuse. There's Very a difference good. between caring for you and somebody just giving you. You know, one of my most polarizing topics is toxic positivity because I do not believe in that concept at all. 
I think it is. So I think what happened was that's inauthentic positivity. When somebody's telling you that it's not toxic because it's forced. That's a forced positivity. People don't know how to handle a real serious traumatic trauma situation. There's somebody dying in front of them. They just don't. So they don't know how to express their concern or, you know, which goes parallel with the excuse type of thing. So it's just a mindset shift. It's self-care. you got to take care of yourself first and then you can care for others, obviously. But, you know, also don't don't force your positivity. Um, Be authentic. Feel the emotion and work through it. And, and, you know, what I've learned through the process is the pain goes away, especially it'll go away the sooner that you feel it and you love it. Yeah. And you realize that they're happening for you, not happening to you. You know, we're not a victim. Go back to the victim victimizer thing. Don't go there. Go to Victor, which means it realizes this is happening for me, not to. I think you touched on a great thing. Having taking care of yourself, having compassion on yourself. I mean, if there was one thing, there were a lot of things I learned, but I think a big one was. I don't have to think I'm not enough. I'm going to take care of myself right where I am. And of course, you know, I spent <laughs> since my husband's passed. I mean, I like, okay, how much time do I have? I got to at least get two hours, not religiously. I mean, I just, that's where I've just been soaking to get healing on top of everything else. But anyway, self-compassion, take care of yourself. That might mean get your butt out and go to the gym or go walk. Yeah, I mean, Kathy could sit here all day long and tell you about those benefits. But I think we're getting to the core to get to those benefits. And I'm so excited that you were vulnerable and authentic with me, Kathy, because really, truly, the power of your voice is really comes from your authentic self. I'm not bashing my husband. I might have surprised a few people as I started to slowly to share this, but I want to make sure I'm sharing, and I'm sure Kathy has maybe has more years on this. I want to make sure I'm sharing from a healed place. Yes, the the grief is not linear. It's not like, okay, I did that, I did that. No, it's like all encompassing in some days. But take care of yourself, friend. If you're listening to this live or recorded, take care of yourself. Have compassion on yourself. Wow. We really got in some good stuff. I'm so thankful for you. If you're watching live or recorded, this is Kathy Owens, and you're listening to the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. We're so glad you've joined us. And Kathy, I will be continuing saying, Kathy's showing up. Now I know your scheduled time. So do you think I need to go scheduled, or should I still keep free will, free will it? As I think the free works for you. Just, well, just I don't have a That's yeah, self-care, have- too. You're, yeah. you're consistent. If you're not consistent is when you need to put it in a schedule, you know, that's and that's good. where yeah. I was just trying to get consistent. Yeah. And now that I am, I I really don't have a set schedule. I just try to make two days a week for that's sure good. that I go live and, yeah. you know, just be consistent. That's that's key. I do think when you're starting out, you might make make yourself to make a time or make or say, I'm going to do this because you'll feel a lot better afterwards. I've been on social media since like 2009, so I can roll out of bed and think I have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> With my cat and my Bible, I it just... 
that's what's cool. The more you fill up with what heals you and fills you and is the real thing, the more it will drip out. Don't expect to be, don't compare yourself with Kathy or me. Please don't compare yourself. I mean, if you go back on my YouTube channel, Kathy, like 10, 12 years ago, one minute I'm preaching the world, the next minute I'm selling a golf product. I mean, I was just all over the place. <laughs> but after 15 and a half years in radio, I wanted to talk. So I'm maybe you're not average. I look in the camera and I get excited and all of a sudden ideas come like I'm talking way too much on an interview. But I think we're, we're chilling together. We're having coffee. So for sure, Kathy, I just want to speak blessings over you. I just want to say thank you for making a difference in people's lives. Thank you for your heart that you care for people over 50. And I just see God opening more doors to fill in any cracks that are left over from the damage. And I feel like that the hand of grace is so heavily on your on your life. And I'm, I'm excited to see how that grace turns you into even a more, you're already prolific, but even a more voice. Because Kathy, we need your voice. The world is listening. They're listening online and they're probably at home. So you, I pray you keep speaking because you're a beautiful, beautiful light in a very dark world. So thank you so much. Thank you. God feel the same about you. The feeling is mutual. All right. Well, we appreciate you watching the Kingdom Mentor podcast. Hey, do us a favor. The way we spread this is we have reviews. Would you review it? Would you share it maybe with a friend on, on Instagram or on Facebook to get the word out? Because I think especially this particular message is hope for someone. Maybe someone you know needs to hear Kathy's words, Kathy's Victor story. So please share it and we'll talk to you in the next uh, episode. Thank you for joining the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to Unleashing Kingdom Voices Podcast. We hope today's episode has inspired you to embrace and amplify your unique voice. For more insights, resources, and information about our courses, AI tools, and our incredible guests, visit TeresaCroft.com.